My podcast this week is on fathers, and it is the first Father's Day of my life to not have my brother with me to exchange funny stories and fond memories and even some of the not-so-fond memories. So it's especially poignant for me, the first Father's Day without my brother, as I am the last one left in our nuclear family. So I just wanted to mention that as you hear the podcast and as you visualize some of the things that I say. I hope it all has meaning for you as well. Please keep listening. Hello and welcome to Tuesdays with Mary. I appreciate you taking the time with me today and for spreading the word of my podcast to others who might enjoy it. I do not pretend to have all the answers, but as you know, I do enjoy the questions. I've been thinking a lot about Father's Day coming up and thinking that since I did a Mother's Day podcast, I really should do a Father's Day one too. Podcasts about our parents are always going to be tricky because not everyone had a warm, loving, thank you for all you did for me kind of parent. If you had a warm, loving father, then good for you. It'll be easy to choose a Father's Day card. For others, it's complicated. Fathers have a rough go of it these days. We make fun of their corny dad jokes and we laugh at their loose-fitting dad jeans and a changing and sometimes confusing role of the father in the family. Did you have funny jokes with your family, things other people would not understand? One of the ones that came to me as I was preparing this is that back in the day, women wore girdles to slim their lumps, kind of like Spanx today, I guess. So my mother would always say, I can't wait to get home and take my girdle off. My dad got where he would say that too. It was so much funnier when he said, I can't wait to get home and take my girdle off. We always laughed and said we couldn't wait either. Silly family jokes that were really not that funny to anyone else, but to us, it was hilarious. Another sweet memory, at least for me, is Daddy calling me Pee-wee and Peanut because I was the smallest in the family. I don't know when he stopped calling me that. Kind of sad. Did your father have a pet name for you? Did you have an inside silly joke with him or your other people in your family? Another fun dad memory for me is just came to me this morning, and that is that he would always give me a dollar when I got report cards with A's on them, including all the way through grad school when I was 45 years old, I was still getting a dollar from my dad for my report card. So those are examples of funny and sweet memories. I'll share one not so funny. My dad was bipolar, although at the time it was called manic depressive. Of course, it was the proverbial elephant in the living room because it was never discussed, and I mean never. Once as a teen, I saw mail that came from a psychiatrist addressed to him. Never spoke a word about it. The sad memory around this is that he would go into his bedroom and stay in the dark for days My brother remembers hearing him sobbing. I don't remember that part. You may have a painful or scary memory of your dad. I think everyone has this mixture. The funny, the silly, the sweet, the scary. It's just a part of life. 
So on this upcoming Father's Day, I encourage you to reflect on your dad memories. You may be surprised about what comes up for you. I was. In fact, just this moment as I'm recording this, I remembered my dad sitting underneath our house with me as we tried to get a kitten out from under there. That's funny. I hadn't thought of that in years. So maybe you need to tell yours out loud and maybe new ones will come to you too. Maybe most listeners today have fairly typical, stereotypical, traditional families. I had a mom, a dad, a brother, a house in the suburbs. But my sons have an ex-stepdad, an ex-stepmother, a current stepmother, stepsisters, ex-stepsisters, and ex-grandparents. Wow, just saying all this makes me want to call them and apologize for their crazy life. How they turned out so well is amazing. My sons are both wonderful fathers, probably becoming the father they wish they had had while bringing to their children their own dad's best qualities. I knew being the child of a single parent had a big effect on them, and it was obvious one year at Christmas. I had a porcelain nativity on the coffee table in the living room, which is a bad idea with the house full of boys. On their way out the door, one of them tossed the basketball in the living room. I stood and watched as in what seemed like slow motion, the ball bounced and headed straight for the porcelain nativity. It hit Joseph. It snapped off the head of poor Joseph. I tried to fix it with glue. It did not hold. I set the head beside the body, but decided that decapitated Joseph kind of spoiled the mood of the nativity. (laughs) So eventually I just took both parts of Joseph away and put them in a box. My son noticed one day and casually said, Oh, I guess even Jesus lived in a single-parent family. I was stunned by that observation and his comment. And I just could say, Hmm, well, I guess so. One thing's for sure, and that is that the role of father is changing a lot. I did a bit of research and found that statistically, more people believe parenting is important than believe that marriage is important. The traditional nuclear family seems to be a thing of the past. It was always a mom, a dad, 2.2 children, a dog, a house in the burbs, and a minivan. That hardly fits any families these days. There are same-sex parents with two moms or two dads, or no moms and no dads, single parents who are trying to be both mom and dad, stepkids, ex-stepkids. The family tree has many new branches these days. The expectations of what a father should be have changed dramatically just in my lifetime. Men and women are finding new roles and new understandings of careers and parenting. However, in all of this craziness, there is what I feel a common factor, and that is that we all long for the approval of our fathers. We may not talk about it much, but that is a very significant thing in the lives of both sons and daughters. Thirty years ago, my dad attended the church where I was on staff, and everybody loved him, as they should. He was a very nice guy, smart, sincere, easygoing, but not the man I grew up with. When somebody told me for the nth time what a great guy he was, I just smiled and said quietly, yes, he is. However, this is not the man I grew up with, with a chuckle. He was so different with his grandkids than he was with his kids. 
Yes, he had changed and mellowed over the years, and it was hard to not resent that, but I tried to embrace it the best I could. Actually, in most ways, he was a very good father, fighting his own demons and trying his best to provide for his family, working long hours in a stressful job. I have no complaints, really. My mother was a career woman, and my daddy, I have always called him daddy, like a good southern girl would do, but my daddy did more of the family care than was normal back in the day. But I do not remember him, or my mother for that matter, ever hugging me and telling me they loved me. I longed for that, but it never came. I think it affected both me and my brother a great deal. Our mom died three years before our father. When our dad died, my brother changed completely. He and our dad did not get along well when he was a teenager. And he always walked on the wild side, thus his name, Wild Bill. There were arguments about hair length, alcohol, driving, etc. But with the death of our father, my brother became a man much like him, in a good way. It is like he grew up and finally left adolescence at the age of 50. He became active in church, got married, became a stepdad and step-granddad, bought a house in the Burbs and never took another drink. Somehow, and a psychologist would have a field day with this family dynamic, my brother changed only after the death of his father. I don't understand it, but I know something deep inside my brother was brought to a healing place that apparently could not happen before. He grew up, but so did I. Our father's death had an equally huge effect on me, although completely different and I still do not even pretend to understand it. My Christian faith was taken down to the core. I assume it was because of my understanding of our giving God the gender of a man, God the Father, or as I sang the hymn, Faith of Our Fathers, like the hymn goes, but not a faith of my own. I don't know. While on the staff of that large church, we alternated leading different parts of the worship service. As we planned the service one day, I was asked to give the pastoral prayer the next week. I said no, that I could not because I wasn't sure I believed in prayer and I wasn't even sure there was a God. No one was more surprised by all of this than I was. My coworker asked again that I would do it, saying that it would be the most genuine prayer ever prayed in the church, but I declined. For whatever reason, I went through a time of redetermining my faith in its many aspects. It totally changed the way I felt and thought about God. It wasn't like, how dare God take away my father? That wasn't it at all. But it was something deeper. Maybe I had the faith of my father, and now without him, I had to work on my own relationship with God. It was a tough time and extremely important. In a sense, both my brother and I grew up once we'd lost both of our parents. To this day, I do not understand it, but maybe part of this story will resonate with you and help you with a better understanding of your own father and the dynamics in your family. I invite you to think of the powerful effect your father had on you, either by his presence or by his absence. What was important to your dad? How did he show his love for you, or did he show it at all? Did he show it through actions instead of words? 
How did you get, or did you ever get, your father's approval and blessing? As I think back, I think the dollar daddy gave me for my A's was his way of blessing me. I think sitting under the house trying to get the kitten out was a way of loving me. I didn't always get it at the time. As I think back, I realize a lot more about him than I did really while he was alive. I guess that's the blessing of, of being older and being reflective. So my dad has his own ways of blessing me. And next week's podcast is on the whole idea of the blessing. So be sure and tune in for that as we explore further just what it means to have the blessing of those closest and what happens when we don't get it. Remember, it's never too late to have a happy childhood. I hope you will become the parent you always needed and that you will find healthy ways to receive a blessing and that you discover that you were loved as much as your parents could possibly love you. Thanks again for tuning in today, and I look forward to being with you again next week on Tuesdays with Mary's. Remember, I always love your comments and your feedback. Happy Father's Day to each of you. Mm -hmm.